Oh yeah, it's time to wake up. It is episode 12. What is up? Loyalty is optional. Bone man, what's going on, man? What up, brother? Hey man, how's the week going? Uh it's hot. Hot. It's, it's hot. hot in Philly right now or what? It's hot in the Philly area. I'm teaching band camp for like two weeks. Uh-huh. Going to bed at like 9.30, 10 o'clock, waking up at 5.30, staying outside all day. So I'm hot. Dang. <laughs> yeah, it's weird right now. Houston's getting a little bit of uh, uh, rain showers. And you know how I was telling y'all like earlier in the summer, like it was like flooding like crazy. Thankfully, it's not flooding like crazy, but we're getting a, a shitload of rain right now. Man, you need it. You know, I actually ate dinner tonight, man. You know what I had tonight? Uh, some of them cracker bars, John. No, nah, no, nah, I, I had an actual dinner. Oh, Chef Boyardee, chicken and rice. Oh, that's it, chicken and rice. You know, who made you don't have to... my mom's. Yeah, you know, what I'm saying? you know what I'm saying? That's the good stuff right there. But see, you don't have to go all out every time, you know what I'm saying? Like, not every meal has to be like a gorgonzola salad with walnuts and mandarins and like a like a pecan crusted salmon on some like spinach leaves or something <laughs> with like some kiwi and like some some fat free cream for dessert. You know, yeah, not you every meal has fat free. Yeah, not every meal has to be all fancy. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes chicken and rice hits the spot perfect. Unless you're an Instagram model. Then you gotta have. <laughs> Thank you for getting to the obvious point. <laughs> exactly. All right. So here's the thing we're going to try to do. We're going to try to keep up with it because we changed the show. Loyalty is optional. We've been having fun with it. We're going to try to give examples to start the show every week. So tonight, this is who we got. So the U.S. women's national team have decided that loyalty is optional to Hope Solo. What's up? She has been, this is weird. She's been, she was suspended for six months mm-hmm. and then her terminated, then her contract is terminated. Like, how does yeah. that work? Like that's what, that's so why? weird. The order in which they like, just terminate the contract. Then if you're just gonna suspend her and then be like, oh, and by the way, you're fucked. Like, nah, right. man. <laughs> that's but, yeah, crazy. I've so never seen was, that before. So she was insolent, and uh, you know they decided to get rid of her a little too late. You know we've talked about it before. I ain't gonna drag it all up. You know what I'm saying? Like if this were a guy, he would have been done day one. But okay, she gets to you know still be playing for the Olympics and everything. But whatever. Okay, mm-hmm. now the uh, we actually had two tonight. You know who else also said, you know what, loyalty is optional. We had a Michigan, we had a Michigan recruit, Aubrey Solomon. He de- he decommitted from Michigan, is now up for grabs again. He is a four-star D lineman. You know why? Uh, nah. Because they sent his mom a thank you letter for attending a recruit barbecue that they didn't go to. Oh, come on now. <laughs> like, hey, you know, hey, hey, and they also misspelled his name on the oh, thing. No, you got to decommit on that. Sorry, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He probably would. His mom's probably would have been like, OK, all right. Well, let's see what they say next. But that that misspelled name. Apparently they misspelled both of his names. Like they fucked up Aubrey and they fucked up Solomon. Like, wow. How do you do that? I've got Somebody you know, get fired. Uh, <laughs> I hope the intern that sent that thank you letter got a stern reprimand and is just a regular student again. He no longer works yeah. in the athletic department. <laughs> <laughs> just a student again. <laughs> but yeah, That's they must they must they must have spent they must have spelled it something like like Abel Salmon or something. They must have, I want to see how they fucked it up. But um, so yeah, those are the two optional loyalty participants this evening. So we gonna keep it rolling now. Man, this first one, we're going to get this first one out the way real quick. Bone Man, Seriously. Introduce, introduce this one, and then we're just going to talk about it right quick, and we're going to move on. Okay, let me, let, me, let me see. The headline is, 
Former Grizzlies announcer arrested, comma, accused of taking illicit pictures. What? What? So I'm just going to read this first paragraph off to you because, I mean, who follows this? Nobody follows the Grizzlies PA announcer. Like, <laughs> right, right, what? right, right. I don't go to Grizzlies games. I never knew. Psh, bruh, I don't know. So check this out. Two days after the downtown church fired Rick Trotter because of, quote, deception and moral failures of a sexual nature, end quote, the Whoa. Memphis Police Department opened an investigation into the Grizzlies announcer. Wow. Yep. Uh, that investigation led to police to issue an arrest warrant for Trotter on four counts of charges that he photographed someone without their consent at the downtown church. The warrant added that there were at least three reported victims and that Trotter was, quote, making upskirt videos of church members, end quote, Whoa. apparently while services were going on. Really? Whoa. What the fuck, bro? Okay. That's like the misspelled name. That's where you draw the line. Like while church was happening, homie, like man, you got Bruh. some real, you got some real demons, bro. bro you, you got some real demons. And really, like, like, what? So of course they apparently were getting ready to let him go before mm-hmm. that came out. But they who just, Memphis? Yeah. Oh, why was he already just like sucking at his job or what? No, they just kind of had an idea. Like, uh, oh, okay, oh, okay. So this then, is when the hammer finally dropped. They're like, okay, all right, yep. we're done. Oh, oh, the police okay. are involved. Oh, you get time to cut it. Yeah. You need gotcha. to cut it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Had right, to right, go. Right. Really, though? But seriously, wow, hey, hey, my man, though. Upskirt videos? That's it? Dude, that's wow. like so, like, 1999, bro. Like, what the fuck, bro? That was like a category in, like, porn websites. <laughs> yeah, in, like, 99. I yeah, didn't like... even watch porn in 99. <laughs> it, couldn't, it wasn't that long ago. It, yeah, it went downhill real quick. People realized. Well, no, there's just regular hardcore pornography at this point. Yeah, I could a, just go get that. You're just a weirdo at this point if you want to stay committed to the cause. Oh, <laughs> my God. Anyway, Freaking, we're moving on. Oh, my gosh. How could you get fired? What an idiot. Oh. Well, after that, yep. I'd say... Uh, we yeah, need it. <laughs> we, we need that. Oh, what happened? Is it... It's here. There we go. Yeah, it's there. I got scared for a second. I know, like I was like, Mike, I need you, up. bro. There was no Come healing. on, Mike. <laughs> Get it. Get it. <laughs> for you and for me. And for me. And That's for right. me. And 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 me. And also me. All right, so tonight we're getting the uh, NBA up first. All right, so we're still in a 48 and 34 block, but this time we're switching out west. So we got Portland Trailblazers up first. They had zero picks in this draft. You know how, how many... sway. <laughs> you know how, how many? Yeah, I, I looked at the draft real quick, and because I, I, I just, you know, obviously I got to figure out what's going on. And I was seeing, guess how many times Portland was mentioned in a pick, but they didn't have a pick. <laughs> It was like four times, dude. Really? Yeah. Like, there was like four things where it was like, via Portland, or it was like, so-and-so, via so-and-so, via Portland, via Portland. Where are those those deals even, like, what? They don't account for anything because they drafted Damian Lillard. Right. CJ McCollum, I'm pretty sure they drafted him. Right. He was a nobody before that. 
uh, Alfred Camino played somewhere else. Is that is that was that all the dealing that they got uh, Luis Montero or what's up? What happened with that or what? Was that no. all, all these wheeling? <laughs> like that's what no, all these wheeling and dealings meant. Dude, I, they might have been packaged up and sent somewhere, and then you never know what happens once you do that. That's why people don't do that no more, and that's why the Boston Celtics have a problem. Well, what, what what about uh, Lamarcus Aldridge? Was he drafted by them, or was that like a big deal? And then you know whatever. Ooh, that sounds like, like that could have been something about that. Drafted. Oh, okay. I think yeah, he spent a long time there. He was the cornerstone. Gotcha. He, he got okay. drafted. So then with zero draft picks, all right, so they're going to need a little healing as far as their front office. Y'all going to have to, like, stop being so, uh, what's, how, what's what they use? You got to stop being so bullish, you know? You got to yeah, be... Cavalier. You gotta be, yeah, you know, you can't just, you can't be gung-ho all the time. You know, settle down, all right? So... Maybe they've done the cleaning already, though. Maybe. They picked up the pieces, it seems like. Hmm? They got Dame Dollar, right? He's on a contract. Okay. Okay. He's not going anywhere. He said he's on an extension right now. He's good. CJ McCollum. He's good to go. Yeah, they just signed him to four years. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's good to go. Uh, they secured Alan Crabb because he almost came to Sixers. I'm telling you, man, if you don't sign your players, the mm. Sixers will come knocking. Uh, well, I thought it was Brooklyn that, that tried to take him. Brooklyn, well, they were both kind of vying oh, okay, for okay, 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 okay. Brooklyn That's because I'm a, seeing right here it just says Brooklyn's offer sheet was matched. I got you. Okay, yeah. okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. So they got Alan Crabb. They, they might have overpaid there, but uh, mm -hmm. they had to keep him. He's a good, he's a good spot for them. Uh, Evan Turner, I don't like him, man. I just don't <laughs> like him. I think he's an undersized. Like he's, what do you say? Too big to be a shooting guard, but too small to really be in the front court. He has uh -huh. a single move on offense. I swear to God. Back it on the post, <laughs> shimmy one, two, fadeaway jumper. It's like, come on, man. You have any other like even when he was in Philly, I'm like, do you have any other moves, man? No, that's all you got. But I mean, oh, whatever. He's a veteran. He'll fit in fine. Mason Plumlee. Yeah. Myers Leonard. Yeah. Festus good for nothing Azili, who had basically <laughs> no other option except the Trailblazers because the Warriors were not going to have him back. It's not, it wasn't going to happen. You know what's sad is I'm going to start calling him that now. Festus good, big for no reason. <laughs> good for nothing Azili. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. He's big for no reason, good for nothing. He's what, seven <laughs> foot? He's can't hey, make a jump shot. Hey, he's not big for no reason, man. You can't teach that, all right? That's just that's just God given. Yeah, it's God given. <laughs> period. God given. Period. Man, yeah, he's big for. He's afraid to afraid to go into the uh, to the paint because he doesn't want to get fouled because he can't hit free throws. Mm -hmm. Makes dumb players on offense without the ball slash defense. I don't. I mean, he's. I guess he's making money because he's a specimen. I, I don't, I don't really get it. He's an athlete. That's why he's in the bottom here. And Miles Leonard will get more, more time to him. Anyway, Afro Kaminu, who's bounced around a couple times, he's like 25. He's younger than me. I'm getting. Are we getting old? Oh, I've been already old. I've already accepted that. Uh, and Ed Davis, man. Yeah, he came up out of nowhere. He was hitting threes from the corner, spacing the, uh, spacing the floor out. That's what they like to see. Uh, Noah Vonley's, you know, he'll be a good backup. He'll get some minutes. Uh, but they really don't, I mean, they don't need anybody. They, it seemed like <laughs> we needed so many people, and then they mm -hmm. made it to the playoffs, and then they made it to the second round. Mm -hmm. It was like, oh, okay, I guess they're, they're good to go. Huh. They got Shabazz Napier, who LeBron James endorsed from Connecticut uh, before he jetted from Miami, and they drafted him. That sucked. Hmm. Nice. Yeah. Well, then, hell, I think we can move on from that. That was a pretty good assessment. All right. Okay, so now we got 
uh, Dallas Mavericks, they finished 42 and 40 last year. They had zero picks in the first round. Uh, they had a pick in the second round. They took uh, with number 46, AJ Hammonds, center out of Purdue. He's a senior. Woohoo! Seven foot, 260. Ooh, big boy. Yeah, they need him. They need. Oh my God, this depth chart looks ridiculous. So I'm gonna start. I'm gonna state the obvious. Harrison Barnes is the only small mm-hmm. forward on the roster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd say they need one. Right. That's a good. Yeah. That's that's yeah. yeah. Well, up and wait. Is someone still available? Like, can you make a phone call still? I'm sure people are available. No, I'm saying like, is, like LeBron. Is he still a free agent? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's technically available. Well, then, hey, Dallas, Cuban, he pick up promise. the phone, bro. He hey, promised last, he would sign with the Cavs. Hey, last week, last week you that. said that he wasn't that, that it was still <laughs> up in the air. So this week I'm gonna be the one. It's still up in the air. It's up in it's up in the air. But Cuban he doesn't reneague on that promise. Promise his promise him his own island. Come on now. He can get it done. Yeah, they need some front court help. I'm gonna say yeah. They have one small forward on the roster, two power forwards on the roster, and one of them is about 95 years old. <laughs> Dirk, <clears throat> um, but whatever. He still has got his patented fadeaway. He's good on offense. He can still hit the three ball. He spaces the floor out. I mean, that's been his whole game. He's not a defender. Never was. So what are you gonna do? No. Uh, hey, here's some. Here's some. On there. Yeah. Just jump in right quick. Here's some quick healing. Dirk, we need we need that scraggly beard back, bro. You need to kick some ass. Yeah. You need to look like a caveman again. That uh, that beard was actually the whole team did it when uh. They said they would all cut their beards when they were starting playing 500 ball. And they kept that beard for pretty much the whole season because they never got the 500. See, everyone says playoff beards are full of shit. But here's another example of how playoff beards always work. It's all about commitment, man. (laughs) Yes, indeed. Uh, I'm going to state the little less obvious. They need a center. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, they need a center. Uh, Andrew Bogut doesn't count. I've watched him twice in two different years fall down and hurt himself uh, at the most inopportune time. He's a big guy that's and is not gonna like crash the boards and try to get you uh, some rebounds. But it is Dirk's a solid. That, that is a either. solid piece, though, right? It's a I mean, solid piece if he's healthy. I will. The yeah, Warriors was, basically let him you, walk. Do you think that injured. one more? Do you think one more injury officially makes him injury prone? He's injury prone. Okay. That's why All the right. Bucks, okay. That's why the Bucks traded him. Hmm. They, they knew to get out, and that's why they picked up Monte. I mean, they got rid of Monte Ellis too. Um, hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, he's a big man that can pass. So, like, maybe he'll shovel it off to Dirk or Harrison. They got that little chemistry going. I mean, it might be okay, but they're not getting any rebounds. I'll tell you right now. Uh, hmm. Wesley Matthews, his three-pointer is broke. So they need some shoot. Damn, they need so much. Look at this lineup of point guards. Darren Williams, Devin Harris, JJ Barea. Uh I know Darren Williams as injury prone. That'd be a sick it, ass lineup in 2011 though, right? Yeah, seriously, man. <laughs> I mean JJ Barrera is still good. Okay, no, but see, I'm just saying. Devin Harris is okay, but I mean eh. But Darren Williams, I went to see the Atlanta Hawks versus uh the Mavericks in Atlanta when I was visiting. And about midway through the first quarter, Darwin slipped and he was out for the rest of the game. I was like, are you serious? Really? Come on, man. But yeah, they, they need everybody. 
they, they're probably fine on small forward and center. Let's just say like those are solid. And they need a backup. They need some backup. They need a bench. They got a good coach, Rick Carlisle. Good for them. He's on the contract for like ever. Forever. Uh, yeah, but that's it. They, they but, need everything. They need a bench. So would it be safe to say that, I mean, like, you, could this be a a rough year for the Mavs? Every year is potentially a rough year for the Mavs, but they keep making the playoffs. Yeah, that's what somehow. I'm saying. Like, okay, they eked in the play- and not even as the eighth seed last year, mm-hmm. seventh seed I think mm-hmm. they got because the Rockets got the eighth seed. Barely, they shouldn't have got it. <laughs> the Rockets were eighth. Yeah. Oh they, yeah, that's right. That's they right. won their yeah. very last game that's, of the season. Yeah, yeah that's Stole right. They won. Well, I thought they won their very last game of the season against the Warriors and then got swept. <laughs> if I uh, remember correctly. No. <laughs> that's how it went down. Nuh-uh. Yeah, didn't they win the first game? Oh, I'm talking about the regular season. Oh, man, I'm just talking about the last game they actually oh. won. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was against the Warriors, and then, yeah. <laughs> okay, Ooh. yeah, yeah. But see, that's what I was going to get at, because yeah, before we used to clown the Mavericks because they were just kind of perennially on the outside. But now it's a different conversation since they are consistently making the playoffs, where it becomes a conversation of like, ooh, is this a bad year? Could this be the year where they fall apart? Since they've had this extended time of success, yeah? Yes. Okay. Um, how do you feel about Harrison Barnes? I know we just watched him in the movie. Just, they have two Olympic athletes. I just thought about that. Andrew Bogan and Barnes, which somehow missed the playoffs. Since we don't have a... I mean, they missed the, the knockout round of the tournament. Shame on you, Australia, for letting Serbia get through to the final round and get blown out. Anyway... Uh, but Harrison Mars needs to have a breakout year or else he's going to be one of those players like, man, what a dud. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Mm-hmm. He's got to have a good year. They should be giving him the ball because, I mean, it's Darren Williams, Wesley Matthews, who only shoots threes, and Dirk, who only pulls up from uh, about 12 feet. <laughs> so, and Edgy Bogan don't take no jump shot. He made a couple in the Olympics. See, I saw him take a few, uh, but he does not really what he's doing so this should be about Harrison Barnes good for him cool anything else nah I think we're good man Dallas we've healed you you were healed you're healed you were healed child all right let's move on knows this song for real oh I haven't heard this song in like seven years I just heard this song yesterday wow well the other song <laughs> wow, what a blatant sample. You mean how amazing? I mean, yeah, but still blatant. <laughs> See, I respect when they're blatant about it and say, yeah, I got this from this, it's cool. But then when they go out of their yeah. way, like, no, I'm an artist. Like, well, hang on there, bro. But hang on there. Oh. I got a fifth of vodka. Dare me to drive? <laughs> I just shake a, uh, what do you say? Uh, a thousand volumes. I'm drowsy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah. Uh, how much longer is it till the chorus from here? Like another 20 seconds to the thank you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. It's gone. Wait, is it, where is it? It's, it's right after this. It's right here. Oh, this song's going to end. all right all right okay so the reason this song was chosen is because we have what we have a kobe bryant day 
now? Yes. What Not is nationally, this? but it might as well be. I mean, it might as well be since, I mean, you know, Twitter now. and the internet Smart. works away. Yeah, I'm pretty sure national. they celebrated in China. You know what I'm saying? As soon as they yeah. found out. China, so, China, China, China. <laughs> <laughs> Obligatory China. China. <laughs> Shout out uh, to Sap on that one. Um, so yeah. tell us about it. Tell us about it. What's going on? So the Los Angeles Lakers, well, excuse me, the city council or whatever you powers right. may be in Los the city Angeles. City of Los Angeles, yeah. City of Los Angeles determined on the 23rd, or it was announced on the 23rd or the 22nd, that mm-hmm. 8-24 will be Kobe Bryant Day. What? every year which is great that's amazing <laughs> like he gets his own day he's a legend the statue's got to be coming up in the next year he's gonna have a statue it's got to be uh but yeah basically they just pay homage to kobe bryant and thank him for uh his 20 years with the you know with the franchise straight up uh they gave him i think they gave him the key to the city and uh they yeah. gave him a nice little trophy yeah yeah. He's, getting, he's still getting trophies. He couldn't get that last one. He couldn't get six. <laughs> well, I guess it's more of a plaque, but, you know, it still counts. That's an award. It's going yeah, to be in a good spot. Yeah, it's going to go right in between the titles. Mm-hmm, right in there. It's going to be yeah, like, so I can imagine the way he's going to mount it. It's going to be like all, like, whatever championship trophies he has, he's going to line them up like a little, like, they're going to, like, arch down in a, like, semicircle, right? And then right in the middle, that thing's going to be coming up through all of them. So it's going to like symbolize that because of you fuckers, I have my own day. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, but yeah, Twitter took to it. Instagram took to it. It was great to see all the highlights and the videos. Uh, you have a favorite Kobe Bryant moment? <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the I'm the wrong person to ask that question. Oh, I've, man. You, you, I've gone oh, many I've gone many years being a, a hater of Kobe Bryant. I've only just recently. No, nah, hey, let me. You know, I'm, I'm gonna talk it out. I'm gonna talk it out. I'm gonna talk it out with I'm, you. I'm gonna let you finish. Yeah. See, basically, like as you can imagine, I wasn't one that actually appreciated Kobe Bryant when he was a youngin. I just thought he was, you know, really, really, really cocky. So that just threw me off. I'm sorry. It's, I don't know. I guess when I was a kid, I didn't like that in my uh, superstar athlete. But whatever. So I didn't follow his career as a fan, but obviously you follow his career as a fan of the NBA. You constantly see him. So it wasn't until after the um, the Celtics, the Celtics finals that they lost. When I was yeah, like, where when Bynum I was like, went down. You should have like, oh, known okay. then, Hanky. Uh, yeah, so at that point I was like, okay, he is starting to become an old man. So from that point on, like it just became like watching the, the tail end of his career was fun. You know, just getting to like, all right, man, I should have I should have at least like given you more of my attention because you were obviously a phenomenal athlete like MJ. As much as I hated MJ, I was still watching the highlights, you know. Wait, 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 wait. Pump the brakes. What? You hated MJ, too? Hell yeah. Man, I come on. Everybody who wasn't in Chicago <laughs> hated MJ. <laughs> Don't let anyone tell you any different. All right. <laughs> all, all these ESPN analysts and everybody. Oh yeah, Mike's great. Every single one of us hated him because we weren't in Chicago. Only people who love Michael Jordan are Michael Wilbon and like <laughs> Kanye. Michael Wilbon. <laughs> like those are the only two dudes who are gonna really say that they actually love MJ. But uh, no, yeah. So anyway. So up until recently, that's when I started appreciating Kobe. And it's, um, although I will, I wanted to throw this out there because this is really hilarious. It's at the end, it's in his little appreciation speech, but it's something that he that he said. They asked him about like, which one did he prefer, number eight or number 24? Yeah. Like, what's the deal? And I love I love his quote because it's, again, like you asked me, what's my favorite moment? And I had to laugh and, you know, re- restrain myself. But it's like, I think 24 grew to have more perspective. 
Eight was like a racehorse. You've got the blinders on. You see one thing, you're going after it. 24, you start getting a little broader perspective. You have a little more awareness. Like, oh, really? No shit, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got older. Maybe three times as much. <laughs> but anywho, I think it's fantastic. In fact, I think we need more of these days, okay? All right? Like, here, here's my proposals. Oh, here's, no. here's some of my proposals, okay? I mentioned MJ. How about this? February 3rd in Chicago, Michael Jordan Appreciation Day. Boom, you're welcome. January 2nd, people are really going to appreciate this one. Pittsburgh, Terry Bradshaw Day. Oh. And I'm going to keep it, and I'm going to keep it, you know, home. March 4th, Akeem Olajuwon Day. What's up? Yay. <laughs> City Houston, that's what's happening. I'm telling you, this is a great idea. It's so, it's fun. Everyone can have a good time for, for an afternoon. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Uh. What was that? What was that dude that we talked about when Sat was on the show like a long time ago? Uh, he was starting fights with people's moms and shit during the playoffs. When was that? Who was that dude? Isn't that Matt Barnes? Boy. Yeah, like favorite Matt moment Barnes? with Kobe Bryant. With <laughs> what Matt Barnes between them? Uh, Kobe Bryant was guarding him on the uh, inbounds pass, and he was just standing there rocking back and forth, you know, kind of waiting, like right in front of him. And Matt Barnes stared right in his face and like faked like he was gonna throw the ball like right. In Kobe's face, and Kobe didn't even move. He was just like, "Okay, bro." Wow! <laughs> like, like no stutter at all. Like they were That's like, "Awesome!" A fist away from each other, face to face, and Barnes like puts the ball out, like he's gonna throw it, and Kobe's just like, "Uh." That's great. <laughs> That's that awesome. Moment. I'm gonna have to look that up, man. Yeah, that sounds it's, amazing. It's sick. It's got all kinds of overdubs and crazy music playing, like when he doesn't flinch. It's not. I don't know what kind of zone he was in, but it was a good one. That could have been a fight. Have you ever seen The Departed? Nope. Oh, okay. Well, just to make it short, uh, uh, freaking Marky Mark, he's a badass in the movie. And then Leonardo DiCaprio is another badass in the movie, right? Okay, nobody, yeah, I know. Nobody fucks with Marky Mark at any point in this movie because he's such a badass. The only guy who gets gets one up on him is Leo. So that's what that just reminded me of. I'm like, oh, that's pretty great. Matt Barnes, he's a big yeah. badass. But he went up against Kobe and was like, nah, I'm cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, That's awesome. We're moving on. Yeah, we're moving. Oh, what a sad, sad day. How sad is it? It's very sad. <laughs> is this what I think it is? Oh, it is. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I haven't heard this since 2002. Really? This is the last time this I remember. Last it. week. <laughs> My I'm music trying to library remember the last time the this was great in my head. Last week. No, I'm just, what I'm saying is I didn't. I listened to it more then. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> wow. We love great. Justin Timberlake. This is great. I love Justin Timberlake now. See, JT was another one. In sync and all that. Mm -mm. But then pop yeah, happened. Yeah, like sync. And then pop happened. And I was like, fuck. Now I like Justin Timberlake. God damn it. See. And then from there, I was like, shit. Man, you hating man. Hey, NSYNC dude, was good. Dude, you gotta listen, you gotta you gotta understand little me, he was a total goth metalhead dude, like oh you know, he wasn't about that life, you know what I'm saying? I had to learn how to be chill. That means I smoked weed. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna need you to come into my office here for some uh, testing. <laughs> <laughs> One sophomore year of high school, everything changed. Yeah. <laughs> wow. 
I really liked NSYNC as a kid. Well, first off, as a kid, I only listened to Radio Disney. That's all I was allowed to listen to. That and the oldie station, like the Hot 105s and shit that played like mm-hmm. Isaac Hayes and all that, Aretha and mm-hmm. all the good stuff. That actually really is the good stuff. For real. Right, right. Definitely. Uh, but I was only listening to Radio Disney. So they play NSYNC, Backstreet Boys, you know, all that kind of stuff. And uh, when Pop came out, I was just then allowed to say that I liked NSYNC. Oh, okay. That was dope. Yeah, yeah. And Before that was... the people were like, oh, you like NSYNC? Oh, you're gay, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, really? See, aside from the you're gay stuff, I didn't really go into all that much, all that much, unless it was like one of my friends, you know, I can bust his balls. But like random people, I was like, okay, who cares? You like music? I don't care. I like my music. But anyway, but yeah, pop was definitely, I was on the other side. That's when I was like, all right, guys, anyone who says they're an NSYNC fan, okay, fine. That was a good song. So, you know, yeah, that was that was a big mm-hmm. turning point for, for JT and the boys. Yeah. Well, mostly JT. Just, yeah, the rest of those guys, I have no clue what happened. They fell off. Well, Lance Bass has kept himself pregnant. around That's for a while. <laughs> <laughs> you like that? Wow. Okay. So now that we had this amazing conversation. <laughs> now that we had this amazing conversation about something else, now we can actually say what we were talking about. Okay, so the reason we said Crimea River is... Uh, so the NFL decided to remove probable from their injury report lists. So now the only thing you have are questionable, uh, doubtful, or out. There's no longer there's no longer probable. And it was weird because probable as after they did the numbers and why they did this, probable meant that 95% of the time that player was playing anyway. So why is he on the list? Exactly. You get so, a benefit from being putting a player on the list or something like that, or is it... it's it's all about gamesmanship in the NFL. So that was just that's always been a strategic advantage. Like uh, if you use it, like it was always just a way to just like you know put doubt in the other team's head. Like is oh, Brady playing? Play. Is Brady oh, playing? playing? Is he not? What? But he might not. Like that was the thing. <laughs> there was a couple of times where it was like Brady might be hurt, and it's like oh he's probable, and you know how Belichick like he's probable. Is he gonna play? He, uh, he's on he's on the list. You know and yeah you know, exactly. So, so either way, whether he was or just you know as an example, but they do it all across the board. Like everyone's like, oh yeah, they just throw it out there. Like, oh yeah, he's probable. It's like he's gonna play, but let's just whatever. So now what they did, they just took doubtful, questionable, and out. So questionable is now I guess the more like medium grade. So if there's like a 75% chance, percent chance this guy's gonna play, then they're questionable. Doubtful is gonna be somewhere like less than 50%, and obviously out is out. Um, any That's thoughts? Crazy. If you have someone that's less than 50% chance he's going to play, why put him in the game? He's obviously hurt. Oh, man. Hey. Can't it just be like out? Pain heals, chicks dig scars, and what is it? Victory lasts forever, whatever Shane Falco says in the replacements. I've never heard that in my life. Yeah, dude. If, First man, of all, I never saw that movie. I'm so sorry. It's a fun movie. Keanu Reeves in a fun role. It's fun. Yo. I just watched Keanu Reeves right before this show in, guess what movie? <laughs> Villain's Head? Oh, come on now. Better than that. Uh, His greatest Devil's movie Advocate? ever. Oh, you know, that was a really good fucking movie. The oh, Matrix? Shit. Yes. I was going for The Matrix, but oh, I okay. love Devil's Advocate. Point Break? <laughs> we can make this that. a Keanu Reeves hour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I just feel like if you're in a uniform and you got pads on, just like nobody says Steph Curry was injured until like after, like not even like immediately following the finals, like a month and a half after like, yeah, he was kind of dealing with something. 
but they didn't say what it was. It's just like, yeah, it was obvious. He had a big old fucking beach ball on his arm where he fell, and he was a little bit slow. It's like, he was hurting, but, you know, coach was like, hey, he put a uniform on, so he's ready to go. I'm putting him in the game. I mean, if you're less than 50%, you tell coach you're good to go, and then you get hurt. That's your fault. Indeed, and that's, I mean, that's the risk these guys are taking every week. It's a 16-week season. They're going balls to the wall. They need to get that paycheck. They need to get that adrenaline out. They need to do everything that they need to do to stay normal throughout that season so it's not fucking anything up. Because once you, like, start shutting down, I mean, even if, like, even if you're just, like, a simple jogger or something like that, we all know that, like, once you, like, cool off, man, it's really hard to get back into that zone. So rather than, like, turn your brain off to think, like, I'm injured, and that's why we're seeing all these other problems, like, with, like, you know, all the concussion stuff and things like that, because these guys have such of a, a bullheaded mentality of just thinking, you know what, I'm just hurt. I'm just hurt. I can do it. I can do it. And that's why you have these injury reports every week. And even still, there's like, nah, fuck it, I'm going to play anyway. It's like, whoa, dude. Like, yeah, inject me in the spine a couple times. I'm good to go. Like, uh, PEDs, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, uh, I don't know. It's crazy. And here's another thing. I don't know if you read up. Uh, I was able to actually catch up a little bit on it before we got to talk about it. This is going to be a really big competitive advantage for home teams now. Because, huh? yeah, this is a really big advantage to home teams. So, here's the deal. Away teams, when the injury reports, like when these injury reports have to go out, they have two different reports. There's the practice reports, so like throughout the week, and then there's the game reports as you're leading up to the game. So, away teams have to give their injury reports when they're officially on their way to the game. Oh. Versus the home team doesn't have to give that injury report until 90 minutes before the game starts. But if you're listening to them as probable, they're probably playing anyway. Right. What I'm saying is that now under this new system where there's only three options, you get that injury report on Friday night, Saturday. If you're the home team, you're seeing this person is out. But they're not seeing your list until until they show up to the stadium. Oh. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, like on your way, like, oh, it's games on Sunday, but we're leaving on Friday evening or Saturday. How do you think that's going to shift gambling lines when everyone's like, fucking home team's going to win every fucking time now? Yeah. Yeah. It, well, yeah, but that's just another way that people are going to try to finagle it. And even still, yeah. this is why this rule was even put in place, even to start. The injury report and all this stuff, what it was supposed to be doing and what, you know, people obviously got around, this was supposed to curtail <laughs> gambling anyway. This was supposed to be able to wait a probable, like, doubtful, this mm-hmm. list? The whole thing. It was really just a way to like put a wall up to be like, okay, if anybody has any any inside information, let's do our best to try to at least like cover it as much as possible, right? So anyone who has information to sell is gonna sell that. Now, you're really like, even though it's gonna be really weird to see what happens now, I'm sure people are still gonna get this information, but this is gonna make it a lot harder for those individual franchise employees to try to get the information to the people who, you know, set the odds and things like that. This makes that a little bit more difficult. So on the surface, it seems like a good thing, but on the back end, man, it's gonna make the product a little weirder. Like the NFL is gonna look so much different with the home teams winning every fucking week. Like, yeah, I get it. You're always gonna you know, get to see the home colors and the home crowd in the same color and everyone's gonna be happy. But I mean, is that really what football is supposed to be for the home yes. audience? I mean, supposed to win. Well, the football, the football fans, you know, they want to see, hey, who can pull it off? But I just think this is a really interesting little tweak to the to the league this year, and it'll be, uh, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. And obviously, all the fantasy football fans are crying too. 
Yeah. Like I don't know if you've read any of that, but yeah, they're yeah, they're yeah. having a, they're having a field day about this. Like, no, because then I won't know if I can put my roster up. It's like, yeah, that's kind of the point. You have <laughs> like, to wait, bro. Like, like, yeah. <laughs> like this isn't your football game; it's their football game. Cause you're gambling, oh. Mm-hmm. Or you're playing a game of skill. Game, me. game of skill. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes some people really are. But some people I get are just it. guessing. I get it. That's I why mean, I don't like, do fantasy football. I'm like, dude, I'd be guessing. I'm not gonna join the league and lose thirty bucks. Yeah, yeah. See, my, I'm <laughs> no. the flip. I'm on the flip side. Like, I've always had the mentality of I don't want to play fantasy sports because I don't want to stress out like a GM and not get paid like a GM. You know what I'm saying? True. Like that's just yeah. how I've always thought about it. I mean, for basketball, I mean, I watch every game anyway. I'm watching the games. Right. See, that's but how nobody I used to wants be to with... get in the league with me in basketball. I'm like, like <laughs> oh no. I'm like, uh huh, exactly. See, in college, when I was watching Saturday, Sunday, Monday, fucking Thursday, when I was watching all yeah. the games, I was never in fantasy, but, like, all of my buddies, like, hey, man, what do you think? And I'd be like, honestly, I'd say this guy. Like, really? Like, hey, you've been doing well, whatever. Like, I had a lot more in my head, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. But I was like, fuck that. I'm not going to do it myself. I don't know. I ain't got no time for that. No. I always wanted it to be fun. Seriously. Hmm. Uh, speaking of not having time, <laughs> uh, I'm going to slide this one in there as a quick segue. Okay. Just before I turned on Keanu Reeves in one of his greatest movies ever, um, I was. This is what made me actually find this channel that was. I don't even know what channel it was on to be honest. Um, but I, the NFL Network has come to Sling TV, which, if you guys don't know, is a really good cable cutting service. It's amazing. Uh, look it up. It's a free trial, twenty bucks a month. It's dope. Uh, that's what I've been using. Uh, but anyway, free just plug recently, of the week. Yes, seriously. They just added NFL Network, like, right before the preseason. They're, so, go ahead, NBA TV. <clears throat> go ahead and add yourself. <laughs> Do it. Um, I've tweeted them a bunch of times, and they're like, we've added your request to the queue. Thank you so much for requesting a new channel. So, hopefully they do it. Uh, but anyway, I was watching NFL Network, and it was I guess it was maybe like a replay of a preseason game between uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers and the, uh, the Eagles. Yeah, and the Eagles were up big. Uh, apparently, whoever the quarterback was for the Steelers, it wasn't Roethlisberger, mm-hmm. uh, but he threw four picks, <laughs> one of them being a pick six, uh, and that was hilarious. But I didn't see any of that. By the time I got to it, the score was like 19 zip with like 6.40 left to go in the game. It was like, this game is over, right? It's cooked. So somebody throws a big pass out there uh, on, on the Eagles side, and it's double covered, right? So the receiver misses the ball and slides down so he doesn't get sandwiched between two Steelers defenders and they crack into each other. And you just hear crack and like all three players fall. The two Steelers player, no, one Steelers player that was in the back and one Eagles player that was, that kind of tried to slide out of the way, they quickly bounce up and like trot away. And this one Steelers guy is like left for like two seconds and he's like, oh shit. And then he gets up and I'm like, bruh, that was probably a concussion. I turned the game off. I was like, this is ridiculous. Like, you can hear, like, they replayed it. Oh, man, listen to that sound. Like, crack. And I was like, that sucks. I just turned the game off. I don't know if I'm going to watch much uh, football this year. That's weird. Uh, but anyway, off my soapbox. That was weird. I didn't yeah. see that. It, I mean, but then again, I'm not trying to defend it or anything, but all I'm saying is that this is, like, week two of the preseason. These it guys is. are not in any condition to be like going full speed. Like that's why everyone's been saying either cut the preseason or shorten it or something. Like these Did guys shouldn't it? be out is there. Is it three games? I no, thought it was. It's, it's it used games. to be four. It's, it's four. still four. It's still four. Oh, yeah. yeah no, they have, they're not going to. They're not going to shorten that shit. They're not going to do something that's going to make things safe. Oops. Um, 
or make less money yeah oh yeah speaking of which man my buddy robert out there in north carolina shout out to ash ash uh, ashboro man there you, you can't go. even get this damn name right bro. no i was Come gonna on, say son. asheville it's because asheville is a bigger city and i always want to say oh, asheville but i always have to remember that it's asheville it's a much smaller town oh, but anywho okay, gotcha. so he actually saw uh the um Bill Simmons' show uh, with Ricky Williams, his yeah. interview the other night. Oh, I need Dude, to go back and start watching that show. We, Everyone, we all need to start watching that show. Okay, so he was talking to Ricky. Ricky was saying that they had like nine tests, nine drug tests a month over eight, for him anyway. It was nine drug tests a month over eight years or whatever the fuck it was. Nine per month? Yeah. Wait, this is the whole calendar year or is this just like uh, football season? Uh, either way, if it's during the season or if it's like, if they shorten it to like six drug tests a month during the off season, who knows? But so he, while they're under that, they're, they're testing specifically for weed, right? But at the same really? time, apparently they are allowed to take a particular pain, pain killing opiate that is sold from a company that Goodell has a huge share in. <laughs> and oh, apparently man. this particular drug actually does have like similar like withdrawal effects. Like if you're like addicted, like obviously it's an opiate. So there's like heroin withdrawal. Like some guys actually like get to where they're uh, d dependent on it. So Ricky's like, whoa, like I can't smoke weed, but you're gonna put me on this shit. Like he said, he actually got sick. He actually went through withdrawal off of this, and when he stopped taking it. What the hell? That's mm -hmm. scary. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, so I'm gonna get off my soapbox. <laughs> Roger. <laughs> Roger, I'm gonna have Go to talk home, to you. Roger. I'm gonna have to speak to you at camera three. We're gonna have to talk over here. Seriously, go home, Roger. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was that. So anyway, the real preseason that I actually want to talk about. Uh, who was it? Broncos versus the Niners. New quarterback versus subpar defense with new offensive coach. Wow. Look, I'm gonna let you talk about this and bring it up because I didn't even bother looking about this game. You know how no. bad it was right now when you told me and I was like, oh shit. So I put it in my notes and shit. I started to write, I started to type out Mark Sanchez's name. <laughs> what I started to type was Mark, and I started to spell Shank. I was like, oh, Aww. are you kidding me? So I have Mark Shankes right here. It's awesome. <laughs> Mark Shankes. Pretty much. Uh, look, I tuned in because because I have the NFL Network, I'm like tuning into it to see what's on there. They're showing a lot of games, which is great. That's what I want them to be showing. Um, not their, I don't like any of their other program. I don't need any of that shit. All right, I just want to see football if I'm going to turn on the NFL Network. Uh, but anyway... I just happened to tune into a game. It was probably a rerun of a preseason because it was like some weird hour at night. I was like, there's no way this game is happening right now. Uh, but Mark Sanchez was out there, had already thrown like two picks that game already. And he came out and just like fumbled the ball twice and they still let him go back out. They didn't bring in the next guy. I was like, but then the, the commentators are saying, yeah, you know, like it's actually an, it's wide open. Like they're saying the quarterback competition is wide open as if, they wanted it to not be wide open yeah. for Sanchez to just get it. Yeah. But oh, like, absolutely. he's not earning it at all. What the hell? But that's they don't, been, the that's coach been where he's been at every year. In. Yeah, exactly. So it's just more of the same. Uh, but seriously, uh, is he the worst quarterback on the roster? Um, <laughs> yeah. Waiting, yeah. I should say. What do you mean weighted? Like, like, a, like your GPA versus weighted GPA. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, like okay. Weighted, he's the worst quarterback. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I was like trying to get it. I was like, well, like he, there's rookies, but I'm – Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is sad. The fact that you even have to take longer than a second for an NFL quarterback for, what, six, seven seasons, whatever it is. 
for him to be like at the same level as a rookie and everyone's like eh, that's kind of fair if anything like we should probably (laughs) rank him a little lower (laughs) it's kind of fair (laughs) like like, shit dude oh man i i crazy ass pete curl it's amazing of all the things that he's ever said in his life it's amazing that he was actually right about sanchez like i can't even make fun of him like i mean we can but like at this point it's like the chris rock joke that's just mean like this dude really should have spent that extra year in college at least. What was, I think, yeah, he was a junior. Yeah, he needed. Why didn't to... he? What was up with that? I don't know about that story. Like, was Pete Carroll like publicly saying like he should stay another year? Yeah, and he yeah. Didn't? After after it became obvious that he was going to commit to the draft, and this was like that little time frame, you know, like after the bowl season and before you have to commit, like if you're yeah. gonna if you're gonna commit to the draft, like there's that brief little window. So as soon as the bowl was over, he's like, hell yeah, man, I'm going, man. Y'all gonna see me in the NFL. I'm gonna be lining up, you know, Mexican quarterback, what's up? And then Pete Carroll was like, look, I, I'm happy for him and I'm always gonna support my players, my Trojans or whatever, but I really I really would wish and would like that he would spend that last year in college. He needs He needs more development under our system and he will be perfect as a senior going into the draft. And Sanchez was like, nah. I was like, all right, and that was it. Where did he get picked that year? Oh fuck, I'm gonna have to look it up. I can, I think I can find it. Uh, but I have a feeling that he dropped. That's basically like you ask your boss for uh, to put them down as a reference for something, and they give you a shitty reference. <laughs> the fuck? No, he didn't drop. He was, he got taken number five. Oh come on! Like, this I is feel the... like if your boss comes out and says, "You, I think he needs more work," <laughs> I'm not gonna be looking at him as my number one pick in that year's draft. Yeah, and... but that's the thing about the NFL is that they, they 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 fall in love with people, and then you can't come like you can't tell them otherwise. Like you know who number one in this draft was? No knocking him, but it took him a while to get to a point where we respect him. Matthew Philip Stafford. Rivers. Matthew Stafford. Yeah, no, Philip Rivers was able to at least earn yeah. people's respect right away. But no, Matthew Stafford came out of here. Then we had a tackle, a defensive end who flamed out. Uh, Aaron Curry, he flamed out. And then Mark Sanchez, he flamed out. Uh, He's still playing. Andre but Smith. All right, Darius Hayward. All right, Eugene Monroe just recently flamed out. Yeah. We don't, it isn't until the number nine pick that I'm actually, com- oh, actually comfortable with these things. We had BJ Raji and then Michael Crabtree back to back. Hey. Yeah. Nice. So those two guys <laughs> made something of themselves. But yeah, it's ridiculous. Wow. Like out of the top 15, only five of them uh, have actually been able to call themselves pro bowlers out of the top 15 of that year. And it's really easy to be a pro bowler. It, well, it, all you got to do is be good enough to have people to pay attention to you. I mean, yeah, plus all the people that are, like, getting ready for the Super Bowl slash don't really want to play the game anyway. Like, oh, thank you for the nomination, but I'm going to bow out. <laughs> and then they have to call somebody else, and then you get to be a pro bowler. I'm going to take my key to the city trophy, and y'all pick somebody else. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. But, it's yeah, so unless you want to tell me about anything about that game aside from Sanchez. No, that, that was it. Like, okay. that game was ridiculous. Fuck and it, the Broncos were... defense wasn't playing. They they were on point, and it was preseason, but and it was like the second and third stringers playing, and they were still lit. I was like, oh god, this is a defensive dynasty. Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. Yo, they need to get that linebacker from Dallas out of uh, what is it? The Dallas, what is their name? The Dallas Desire, the uh, Legends what? Football League. Is that a poetry? Dude. Ah, nice. It's it's what the lingerie football league is now called, the, oh, le- oh, the Legends cool. Football League. But yeah, the team is the Dallas Desire, dude. I'm gonna send you this video clip. 
this this linebacker she she's involved in a uh neck tackle like a horse collar tackle so the chick who got tackled is pissed as fuck right she goes right after her they're still on the ground this chick just grabs her by her fucking the back of her head by her ponytail and just starts dragging her like 10 yards with the rest of the team like oh. what the fuck are you doing like they go crazy dude like yeah oh. they, didn't, they didn't get that linebacker going man oh, get her in the I'm nfl there. stat actually where i teach there's a girl on the football team which nice. i was like i saw her, i saw somebody sitting there at the end of the hallway with some pads on i was like oh cool it's a football player sitting there whatever and as we got closer i was like oh shit yeah yeah. <laughs> good stuff if you want to play football go for it and you should be allowed to absolutely hell yeah anyway. so yeah i think we can heal again yeah we, we, we can go ahead and do that huh maybe are you sure yay oh yeah double dippers man double i'm gonna dip. really i'm gonna really miss this gimmick until next year I know, right? This this song cannot be played again until um, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know that, right? Yeah. And it's almost done for. It. Well, on the NFL side. Oh, I just have a great idea for the next time we do this, as in oh. next week's show. Okay. Yeah, it's gonna be great. <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be great. You you're not gonna see it coming, but it's, oh, it's all right. <laughs> nice. Okay, so we got number three. San Diego Chargers, they took Joey Bosa, who much like LeBron James still hasn't signed. Seriously. Defensive end at Ohio State, 6'5", 280 pounds, big boy. They need him. Mike McCoy, his four, okay. He's, he's, this is his fourth year. Third year, uh, or rather his three-year stats, give them to me, Bone Man. Win-loss record, 48 total games. Uh... 48 total games. We'll go with four wins and 44 losses. Ouch. No, no. They, they've done okay. <laughs> Granted, they were 4-12 and 12 last year. The two previous seasons, they were 9-7. and seven, So they, they at least had, okay. Okay. They had, they had winning records. All right. But, uh, but, yeah, okay. So he really needs that star defensive end on the field. This has nothing to do. I know we were clowning about uh, Joey Bosa a couple weeks ago. But honestly, dude, like the Chargers are like uh, in a real shithole, dude. Like they haven't been doing anything right in quite a while. The, the franchise, the team has been able to just to succeed despite the franchise's uh, shortcomings. And man, this one is starting to look really ugly. And I'm on Joey Bosa's side now, man. So he's just holding out so he can get paid because he knows he's not going to get any W's. No, you know what he's actually holding out about? These are the two things that, that I, I uh, this is what the internet told me. Yes. Because if you read it there, you there are two true. There are two specific things that Joey Bosa is going after, right? He's asking for an accelerated payment on his signing bonus. So like his actual guaranteed money, how they structure it, he's asking for a little bit more on the front end. So that way he can just go ahead and just take it, you know, time value yes. of money and all that stuff. I want to invest now. Give me a big chunk of it and then we'll be all right. The other thing he's asking for is there's something called offset language in the contracts uh, where basically it says like kind of like uh, I guess the only way I can really explain it without going into all the detail would be like the player option in the NBA. Okay. So basically that offset language, uh, basically if it's out of there, it allows the player to be able to be more convinced or rather it's going to be more guaranteed that that year is going to be there versus if there is offset language, the franchise can choose to oh you're out that last year doesn't count anymore 
man. So on top you, of the already not guaranteed money that we weren't exactly give you anyway. Exactly. Now they can just cut that last year out. So they're probably gonna do yeah. unless he becomes a stud. Right. But here's the thing. For all these top picks, it seems like in the last five years or whatever the, the number that I saw was, there had only been two people who weren't guaranteed at least one of those concessions. They were either given more money up front or they were given the offset language to be removed to allow the player to have the full term of the deal. Only two. And those two, uh, I don't think I can pull it up real quick. I lost the article, but it's only been two. And they were just like specific cases, like a high profile case. Like I think one of them was like Andrew Luck or something like that. So it was just like something random where it was like, yeah. don't worry about it. We got you. Yeah. You're the future, bro. Yeah. Go ahead. So, yeah. So that's the thing. When you, when you hear that only two of them haven't but gotten. But he is the future. Right. But that's what I'm saying. Like that's, that's, that's what we're getting at. So that's all he wants. That's really the, 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 and they won't give him either. Now, like I just said, only two haven't been given at least one. Everyone else apparently has gotten both of the iron pine. Who gives a fuck? So the San Diego wow. Chargers are really fucking being sticks in the mud on this one. Wow. And granted, Joey, I guess, just wants to stick to his guns. I wish his mom and his family wouldn't be chirping so much, but hey, what are you gonna do? But his reason for not being there, I'll at least I'll at least buy it. Alright, fine. Okay. Question. Yeah. What happens if you don't sign? You hold out. You end up like Michael Crabtree. He didn't sign until October 9th after the season had started. So you're just teamless. Well, it's kind of, yeah, but no, because like, they have the you... rights to you. Like, it's like, I, if I understand the way it works, since they drafted you, they technically have your rights until they just say, all right, well, we're just going to cut you then. We're going to waive you then. We don't, I guess we can't make a deal. That, but that it's, point, but it's never happened. Then he could sign somewhere else. Right, but it's never really happened that way. Like I told you the other time, when it was rookies going to sign, when it was Eli and Philip Rivers, they flopped. So basically, the Chargers drafted Eli, the Giants drafted Philip Rivers, and then they traded the rights to each other because they hadn't signed any of those deals. They had just traded the rights to each other, and then they signed with the team that they wanted to sign with. Hmm. So that's why it doesn't really happen like that. So in theory, yeah, you could hold out the whole you could hold out the whole first season, but then after that, when are they going to cut you? When are they going to choose to release you? Yeah. So it's not exactly in a player's interest, obviously, because they're not getting paid at all. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well then. So that's what the Chargers need to heal on. They need to <laughs> get in all front office. get all that bad shit out of there, dude. Because like, look, here's a here's a list of grievances that I was able to pull up on SB Nation, which is always great for. Hey, if you're ever in a pinch, <laughs> let me tell you. If you ever need to do a podcast about sports and you need like shit, I need somebody to tell me quick. SB Nation more than likely has you. <laughs> so here's a list of grievances that we were able to dig up. So they've been threatening to relocate for the last 15 years. Uh, they were they, they repeatedly treated the beloved veterans with indifference. Uh, we had Eric Weddle. They fined him ten thousand dollars for watching his daughter perform a halftime dance ceremony. Uh, they got oh rid that of, was that team. Yeah, they got oh, they got Ladainian Tomlinson, one of the best running backs ever. They actually managed to force him out of town. Um, they made Junior Seau feel after Junior Seau did everything that he did for them. They still treated him like shit. Um, and yeah, basically, aside from that, they've just been really disrespecting the fans the entire. But in San Diego, who cares? Sorry, that's more oh. of a that's more of a personal grievance. <laughs> oh. But uh, so yeah, that's what San Diego. That's what y'all need to heal on. The rest of the team, as like I said, throughout this entire time, they've been able to find ways to piece things together. Mike McCoy, he should be another guy on the hot seat. 
Uh, granted, he had a little bit better record than what was what was the other what was the other guy who had twelve and thirty six or whatever it was. <laughs> um, but he's definitely still on the hot seat uh, either way. So they need both out there, and they need the offense to click again. Antonio Gates, this is his last hurrah. He's thirty six, man. They have a bunch of tight ends yeah. out there, but if they're gonna rely on him, then uh, okay, we'll see how they do. That's all I got. I have a question for you. Before yeah. we move on from the Chargers or uh-huh. the Bolts, as they like the to Bolts, say, the yeah. Um, you gotta earn that shit. Yeah, I see that they drafted a fullback, even though that position is dead. Why? They yeah. drafted two. Why? They have because... a shit ton of running backs. Oh my god! One, two, three, four, five, plus two fullbacks that are probably not gonna be running the ball. Without knowing too much about the team, because I obviously don't, the only thing that comes to mind is that they uh, like running that, uh, what's it called, like a power, the power formations and things like that, okay. to where it becomes, a for, the, the fullback is a functional piece of that offense. That's actually the kind of offense that I love, that has a fullback, uh, eye formation, yeah. offset yeah. eyes, you know, whatever, like having those two backs, but having one of those backs be a bruiser. That was always the kind of style of offense that I always enjoyed. Uh, two or three receiver sets, or you have two receivers, one tight end. But either way, those two running backs, it's at least like diversion. At least it has to split the defense. Like, who, who are we going to? What side are we going to, you know? And especially if you have exactly. a good if you have a good fullback, like a great fullback that can actually block and is willing to like run into the hole and not kill himself, but actually block correctly and have proper technique. Like, oh man, who was it? Leonard Weaver, I believe was his name. Yeah, he was a fullback for the Texans for so long. My gosh, seeing him open up a hole for a running back, whoo, it's a thing of beauty. So the fullback, while it is a dead position, you are correct. It's it's pretty much it's kinda like the um it's kinda like the big the big true big big center. People are going away from that right now in the NBA. They're, you know, it's obviously yeah. a little bit more smaller ball. So that position, that kind of style of player isn't really like valued as much anymore. But man, if you have a good one, man, your offense can really can really click. Oh, okay. Alright. Fair. But now we definitely move on. Cool. So we got number two, Philadelphia Eagles. All yeah. right. So they take Carson Wentz, who immediately gets injured. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and he's off the board. <laughs> Quarterback, North Dakota State, uh, 6'5", 237 pounds. Uh, we have a rookie head coach, Doug Peterson. Uh, he's been, basically, he's been in Andy Reid's uh, coaching tree, essentially, since he came into the league, uh, minus a few stops here or there. But essentially, we, he's been with Andy Reid for at least the last 10 years. So, I mean, I like Andy Reid's offense, and I would think that one of his clones could potentially do something good with that offense. But what do you see, Bone? Dude. Dude. Uh, Bradford, we still have Bradford. Yeah, I consider him non-existent. He's still on the team. Man, okay. Gun uh, to your well, head. Hey, here's a quick question. Gun to your head. Sam Bradford or Mark Sanchez? Sam. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, I'd go Sam yeah. too. I was like, I'm sorry, yeah. man. I'm sorry. Yeah, hands down, Sam. Because I've watched them both play for real when I was like trying to watch some Eagles games. Yeah. And I was so disappointed every time I saw Sanchez play. I was just, for real? At least, like, we know Bradford can't get hit. So, like, you got to protect him. Like, he cannot take a hit. But, like, he'll still run on you for some reason. And he's like to stand, he's like a little scarecrow back in the pocket. And he, you know, he gets a little pass here, pass there, runs off to the side for five yards without getting hit. You know, it's like, all right, cool. Don't get hurt. 
Fucking Sanchez just runs into his own <laughs> player and then drops the ball on the ground. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Holds the ball with one hand trying to scramble in the middle of the pocket that's collapsing and wonders why the ball drops on the floor. You fucker. <laughs> it's um, a completely different comedy of horrors, huh? Uh, yeah, seriously. Um, who do they need, though? They still got Darren Spoles, so that's good. And Ryan Matthews. They somehow kept yeah, that. Yeah, I, I really like, I, I've always loved that backfield. And I've always, even with Shady, even when, even though they had yeah, to get rid of Shady, I like, man. I liked, yeah. Uh, I actually like the defense. So they need to figure out what the hell is going to happen at quarterback. I don't know. If, that may not be a personnel thing. That might be more of a coaching staff playbook togetherness. We could make, you know, it might be able to make Bradford look good. Oh, my God. She looked okay. We haven't even talked about the war. We haven't even talked about the worst quarterback on the Eagles right now. Like, I, I okay. <laughs> at the beginning of this summer, I made a joke on Twitter saying that Chase Daniel will sadly be the best quarterback the Philadelphia Eagles are going to have this season. Why are you always lying? <laughs> <laughs> because I have hope. Because, like, Chase Daniel, I still remember him in Missouri. And even though he was a short little fucker, like, that dude could pull off some ridiculous things on the football field. And I was like, all right, okay. You might have a chance, bro. Okay, he didn't get that chance. Okay, that's fine. But he finally had a chance, bro. And I, man, I saw the preseason game, what was it, last week? And he threw, like, he didn't even throw a wounded duck. Like, he threw a dead duck, dude. Like, that thing had to have gone at least, like, 20 yards. But it, like, when it landed, it just thudded on the ground. Like, there was, like, no spin. It was, like, oh, man. Like, there was no wobble, you know? Yeah. Dude. I, I saw that and I was like, shit, I can't believe I said that on Twitter. That's one of the, <laughs> whereas the other people are deleting racist tweets. I want to delete that one. Yeah. <laughs> That's you, my you, worst you moment so ahead, far. You can go ahead and delete that if you want to. You get one deletion per year, so make it count. No, no. As I'm going to try very hard. If I'm going to have to be a part of Twitter, I'm going to try very hard to not delete a tweet. Hey, it's out there, man. Fuck it. True indeed. I got nothing else for him. That's cool, man. Philly, I love you. And Brian Dawkins being on the scouting department really does help because that dude is a sharp-minded motherfucker, man. That guy was a cold assassin as a safety. And now you're giving him the one job to just sit there and watch football and tell tell you how to play better. Perfect position for Brian Dawkins. So that's, that's one of those little things where you read in the transactions list and you're like, oh, I like that. I hope that works out well. So, B Doc, I'm I'm glad you're back in Philadelphia where you need to be. Yeah, but uh, we're moving ahead. Yeah, let's move ahead to everyone's favorite Olympic sport. What in the United States? Oh, USA basketball. Oh, I thought we were talking about beach volleyball. Well, I think even the NBA guys would agree with me on that one. Yeah, right. They were there. <laughs> they they were enjoyed there. the hell out of it. Uh, but yeah. USA men's basketball, they won a gold versus Serbia. I don't even remember the score because it felt like we won by 30. It was. It was um, 96, it was like 66 or something like that. Oh, gosh. Or 68 or something. We all, how many, raise your hand if you listen to this show right now and you knew up and down it was going to be USA versus Australia for the gold. My hand's in the air. My hand can't be in the air. Because... Oh, because I have I, I, one hand's on the mouse and one hand's on the push oh. to talk. Yeah. Oh. Well, <laughs> you can't do it. But your hand would be in the air, in spirit. Uh, damn, man. Like, Serbia, like, I mean, they. I can't say they didn't deserve to be there because they did win the correct games and they beat Australia to get there. But, like, you could just tell, like, man, they were they, they couldn't hang. Australia would at least made it scrappy. Like, it would have been a good 
you know, back and forth. Maybe USA would pull the way and we would have got to see a great finish. But like that was a blowout. Um, that was definitely a blowout. So but, uh, I wanted to shift gears a little bit and talk hmm. more so about like the future. Now that Rio's over, isn't isn't Shashevsky out? Like yes, isn't he, he's Greg done Popovich with USA. Is coming in. Greg, which means Greg we're gonna Popovich run six. Are we? Yes. Are we? Yes. Is that what's we gonna better. happen? We can better because I'm so tired of us coming out here just trying to be athletes and not passing the ball and playing one on one and getting almost beat. That happened last time. Wasn't the women's basketball games more entertaining? Yes, they were running sets. Yeah. They ran some triangle. They ran some horns. Ran some good shit. Some screen and rolls. That's about the only thing that the men's team did. They would do a pick and roll at the top of the key while bringing the ball up, which is like half of a set. (laughs) Right, 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 right. So, okay, so now that Pop is in... Do you think, obviously you think that, you know, we're going to play actual basketball now. Okay, so what kind of guys are we looking at? I wanted to kind of like divide it up. We can go like the guards, the forwards, and then the centers. Like, who we know are, Kawhi's going to be on the team. Who are our guards? Uh, our guards are Steph Curry. Uh-huh. Kyrie. Uh-huh. He's always got a spot. He's always welcome. Mm-hmm. We can't afford him going to Australia. Um... Who else is going to be there? Clay you try Thompson to... is coming back. Oh, okay, okay. So who did I just name? Three guys? Yeah, we got three. Um, man. This is always kind of happens. Uh, Do you bring Russ? Oh, sorry, shit. Sorry that yeah. sounded so loud, but just... Yeah. If he, if he wants... He hasn't shown any interest in, like, the national stage in a while. But if he wanted to, hell yeah. Well, now uh, that Pop be is here, don't you think he'd want to work with him? and fucking Kyle Lowry <laughs> overrated. Oh, my God. I mean, they were good on defense, but that was really it. Here's, here's another one. And I'm not being a homer, but just what about no. what about Harden? No. You don't, but he's been with USA basketball defense. before. Oh, okay. So now we're going to play was, an actual but he was, team. I, mean, I got you. I got you. Well, okay. Let me back up. He was invited, but he's, he declined. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he is a big part of USA basketball, but... He's playing defense, man. Right on. Well, we got I mean, five guys right there, so let's just let's just call it with those yeah. five guys for a split second. So you do have five guards that are going to be playing both sides of the ball, and they are going to actually be what point guards are supposed to be, yeah, as opposed to just like spot up shoot first. Or are we looking at kind nah, of the same I think shit? These are all pure scores. It's gonna. Who did I say? Curry. We got Curry, Scar- Kyrie, Scar- Russ, Scar- James, Scar- and Clay. Yeah. Well, the only one. Uh, at least we know Clay Thompson will advance the ball if his shot is not open. But his job really is to catch and shoot and play defense for real. That's like his job. So you can't slide him. Like that's his thing. That's right on. He does. So then, what about the forwards? Who we got at the forward? LeBron James. Is he gonna show up? He says he wants to play for Pop in 2020. Yes, mm-hmm. he said he hasn't closed the door. So we'll take that as he's interested. Who doesn't want to play? He's never played for Pop. He's lost to Pop twice in the finals. Um, yeah, he's he wants to play there. Um, so KD's coming back, yeah? Oh, yeah. It's got to be KD. Carmelo he's says he's out. Nah, he's done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's retired. So you said Kawhi um, earlier. Kawhi. And so who, who else? Paul George. 
Okay. And let's say we had one more. Who else would you throw in there? Are you, are you doing like all-star? No, type I'm trying forwards? to think of like who Pop would take. Including so big far. men? Are you including big men? Or well, like I mean, we're going to say center separately, yeah. Okay, okay, cool. Um, man, we got KD. We always like to play with a stretch four. Well, that's, you know, uh, Coach K's position. We play a stretch four. Mm-hmm. Uh, who knows what we're going to play. Who else is good, man? What about your boy, Justice Winslow? Would you go after him? No. Oh, uh, really? He could be on the. He's gonna be on the select team for sure. He's gonna make that roster. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But on the team for real, for real. I mean, he he's got to show some offensive prowess for real. He's an excellent defender, but sometimes he doesn't have a jump shot or like gets weird on offense a little bit. But we'll see. He'll have more of the ball in his hands in Miami this year, so he'll he'll get used to it. He'll be alright. I don't think he's gonna make the team though. No. Or he'll okay. be that guy that doesn't play. He'll be the twelfth man. Mm-hmm. He'll be Harrison Barnes, and I don't want that. I don't <laughs> want that for any of the players that I'm actually a fan of. That's just sucks. right, right on. All right. So then, lastly, okay. So we got some center. We got to throw some centers out there. Let's like go two, three. Maybe. Andre Jordan. Okay. Um. Really? Yeah. He was. If we're gonna he play got, actual basketball. Yes. Because he was, he started this year on the bench and then took Boogie's spot, and that team clicked right after that. He's oh, really? So yeah. would you keep Boogie? No. Okay. Um, he's a big part of USA basketball, though, so he's always invited. Okay. You gotta send an invite. If he takes an invite, then yeah, he's on the team. But I mean, you know, uh, Hassan Whiteside. Ah, I, knew yeah. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I love it. Especially if he has an injury-free. You know, next couple years or li- the next two years leading into like the FIBA World Championships, he's gonna be on that squad. You know what? Probably. You know what? You know what? Uh, young guy, I was thinking of. Um, no. Anthony Davis. Oh, why didn't he do it this year? I don't know. I'm just saying that'd be that'd be something. He was well, injured. See again, the he thing is not. Yeah, year. yeah. See, I was more thinking like, now that Pop is in charge. Not to say that Coach K isn't like a great coach. He is. But mm-hmm. obviously he's a college coach, so his style is more of that AAU style where it's just like go, 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 go. Um, Pop is an NBA coach, has been an NBA coach for so long, he's gonna try to foster this new system. So that's why I was just trying to look at it, like which guys would be most most conducive to wanting to play in that kind of system. That's how I was thinking about Anthony Davis. Yeah. And Anthony Davis is already an Olympian. He's True already, that. is he a gold medalist? I think. He won gold when he was there. He was like, he just got drafted and hadn't played in the NBA yet, and they just kept throwing him lobs. I remember that specifically. I think one. So that would have uh, been the 2012 the one, one. 2000. Really? The very last Olympics? That was four years ago. Wow. Okay. Yep. Yeah. That's when it was. <laughs> yep. Both men just realized how long the Olympics are from each other. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. So he already has Olympic experience, and I'm. Yeah, they already won gold. So yeah, I mean, he knows what's up. He's there. He's a big part of Team USA too. Like he's there, he's gonna get an invite every year. I think he'll take it. Uh, oh, sorry, you know what? Was it? Yeah, was he done twelve? Just messing with you. It is nice to have somebody in there though that you could just pass the ball inside and go, "Hey man, get a bucket," and he probably will. So it's good to have Boogie because he definitely will do. He's just so foul prone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was like, even when he was coming off the bench, the first two minutes foul. It's like, come on, man, <laughs> what are you doing? Stop that. Uh, but yeah, 
Is there anybody else? Are you missing somebody? I feel like we're snubbing somebody. Oh, we're probably uh, snubbing a shitload of people like Andre yeah, Drummond. Mean, I'm pretty sure people would no, feel like we snubbed no, him. No, no, I said people. No. I, sh that's your opinion. <laughs> no people. Oh, they say no. None of that. Andre Drummond is being overpaid right now. And he's not the face of the franchise. You just watch. But didn't he just Hold get his on. first All-Star nod? You know what I'm saying? Like, All-NBA? Yeah, but... Uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? He's on his way up? Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Not not going to be playing for Team USA. I don't think so. I mean, right in four years, maybe. But ahead of DeAndre, Boogie, uh, Anthony Dave. No. Forget about it. Uh, but yeah, that's it. I think Game it bears... Miller could be there. Oh, yeah. That's true. I think it bears witness to at least mention the fact that as we get closer to the next Olympics, I'm just going to call it right now. I'm pretty sure there's going to be more guys lining up to go to Tokyo than there was to go to Rio this year. Um, just saying. I'm pretty oh, sure yeah. everyone's going to really try to get that Tokyo vacation. Oh, yeah. For real. Uh, also, what was it? Oh, yeah. You got to pay attention to when they're getting ready for FIBA because I know they always invite everybody back who played in the FIBA tournament. Right. So Wait, you pay on that squad. You but get, didn't you? Wasn't Harden on the 2004? Oh, you said he declined. He declined. That's right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So if you play on, if you actually play for that USA team, then you, you know, you get a nod. They'll invite you back every time. Right on. For the Olympics. So we'll see. Hassan, man, he could be dominating on the international stage. Please do it. <laughs> he getting a he could be in a foul trouble like every game though. See, we should take we should take Matt Barnes with us. Who? Oh, gosh. <laughs> Just so everyone knows, don't fuck with the Americans this time, all right? All right, now. Keep, keep your hands to yourself. Okay? Kobe's going to be sitting in the crowd like, not impressed, bro. Still not impressed. <laughs> Still not impressed. <laughs> cool, no, man. Well, man. We had a good show this evening. Hey, quick shout out on the way out. We wanted to talk about it, but it just would have taken a little bit longer. Nate Diaz might be in trouble with the USADA. For smoking a vape pen at the pro uh, at the uh, post uh, UFC 202 press conference, sure. so look out for that. Yeah, it, no, what's he thought he he's was probably going to be suspended. Well, too, he's right? definitely he's definitely going to be suspended by the UFC if if yeah. the USADA comes down on him. So it could either be like a, something is like a, a slap on the wrist, like they can give like an exemption because it was like right after the fight, right? But per policy, there's a six hour window. So you ha it has to be six hours after the event is completely over. That post that post UFC uh, press conference was like right after the event, so it definitely wasn't within that. It was within that six hour window, so that could be something that we'll be talking about later on down the road. Um, aside from that, you got any shout outs? Any last words, Bone? Um, you know what, man? No, I don't. Cool deal, man. All right, well then we're gonna oh, get about. Oh, I have a oh, shout out. Got it. Shout out to uh, someone that we already covered before on the show. Auctioneer Beats. Yeah. Yeah. People keep like sending me these videos and I'm like, haha. Like, I, I know this shit, guy homie. already. People you're like, late. yo, this shit is dope. I'm like, I click on I'm like, oh, I actually know this beat. <laughs> like, you late, son? Like, yeah, why don't you, you join my party? Yeah, he's picking up traction then, basically, is what I'm saying. So, right, shout right. out to you. Good for cool. you. Cool. Good deal, man. That's a good way to end it. So, yeah, um, hit us up on the social media. Hit up Bone Man 9000 across all the social media platforms. Find yeah. me on Twitter, the E-Man HTX. Yeah. Hit up the website, theeditorscorner.com, T-H-E-E-D-I-T-O-R-S-C-O-R-N-E-R.com. We out of here. Peace. <laughs>